Welcome to the Postpartum Plan Podcast. I'm your host, Madison Fugere. I'm a certified postpartum doula and pediatric sleep consultant, the owner of Serene Moments, LLC, and a prior nanny and daycare manager. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about everything and anything that comes along with the postpartum period. I want to be your postpartum bestie by offering support, reassurance, and tips and tricks. Many people curate the perfect birth plan, but why not a postpartum plan? Together, we're going to build your postpartum plan because everyone deserves to have the postpartum experience that they want. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Um, I'm going to be really real with you guys um, because we always have. It is currently Friday, February 2nd at about 10.30 at night, um, and I am just now recording this episode for you guys, and it will be going live in like two hours. So um, (laughs) thank you so much for joining me um, on this kind of almost live episode, um, if you're listening to it as it launches, because I literally just recorded it. Um, I have normally been really good, I guess I would say, about kind of having episodes lined up and pre-recorded to go out for you guys. And I just hit a bump. Um, And so today's episode is not only recorded last minute, but it is a uh, solo episode with just me here. I do have um, a couple pretty good guests coming up and scheduled to come out soon. Um, but you know, we've made it almost a year now with, without me having to do this. Yeah. I launched, um, the launch episode went up on March 11th of 2023. So we're getting pretty close, um, for the fact that I, um, you know, didn't have to randomly record a solo episode like hours before it needed to launch yet um, until now. But um, needless to say, all of that aside, I'm excited to jump on and talk with you guys about the postpartum plan. You know, like that's the name of the podcast. And I realized that when I sat down, I was looking at my list of options um, for like, I have a whole list of different topics. Um that people have mentioned that they want to see and hear from or, you know, things that I talk with clients about or networking people that I talk to and and questions they get from their clients. And so I was like, you know, I need – let's talk about it. Like we haven't talked about the postpartum plan and why not, right? So today we are navigating the postpartum plan and we are talking about like what is the postpartum plan, how do you make one, um, like what comes along with making a postpartum plan and why do you need them, right? Like that's the whole purpose behind this podcast is figuring out, you know, and helping people make their postpartum plans um, just like you do with a birth plan. So let's dive into it. What is a postpartum plan? Well, it is what it sounds like. It's a plan that you're going to have set up for postpartum. But the big idea behind it is making sure that you are thinking about all aspects of your postpartum experience. So many people just focus on the birth and then this aftermath shows up and they're like, how the heck do I navigate this? So taking time of any type to set aside and talk to your support people, whether it's a partner, a parent, um, 
a babysitter, if you have someone that takes care of your older children, if you've got older children, um, all of these different things and talking to all these different people to help you set up for success postpartum because it's so much easier and better to set things up preventatively than to have to all of a sudden be like, oh my God, I need someone to do this and not have the support around. Um, they say it takes a village and I totally believe that. So let's set up your village, whether you are putting deposits down and paying for services or getting that gifted to you for uh, your baby registry um, or you are just getting list of names of people. You know, Being able to even just have a list of names to reach out to kills so much time that you might have to take Googling and interviewing and all that jazz um, postpartum. So let's talk. What kind of things do we need to think about and talk about when we are talking about the postpartum plan? So let's be real. I am going to pull up my postpartum postpartum plan workbook, and I'm going to give you guys a little sneak peek into some of it. So if you are interested, check out the link below. You can get a discount with the code podcast. Um, But the postpartum plan workbook that I have is a 23-page document um, that you could definitely add extra pages if you wanted to, but it kind of pulls you through all the different aspects of postpartum planning. So from parental planning to rules and expectations, sibling support, pets, food, household support, individualized planning, and additional resources are the different topics that are within um, the postpartum plan workbook that I have. Um, But I'm going to give you guys, like I said, a sneak peek into it today. So if you don't want to download the workbook, um, you have somewhere to start. Or if you're listening postpartum, this is something that you can still prep with um, and kind of sit down with your partner or whoever's supporting you and discuss these topics. Um, so let's discuss. So when we think postpartum plan workbook, when we think planning postpartum, people are often thinking, okay, you know, what do I need postpartum, right? I'm thinking about, okay, well, people might drop off food or, you know, when they come over, well, they'll help watch the baby. But there's so much more to it. So by having a list of items and tasks written out for people to do when they come over. They can not only be helping you by holding the baby and sitting there and staring at you, but you can also pick who you're comfortable doing what tasks. So if you're really comfortable with your mom watching the baby, but you may not be so comfortable with your cousin Sally, um, when cousin Sally comes over, you can quickly and, you know, easily be like, Hey, if you want to help, like that would be great. If you would go check out the list that's um, on the fridge, I have a list of different things that you could do that would be helpful. And, you know, or you can have specific things for specific people when they ask. And, um, you can also have different sections on a list of things to do. Maybe you have house cleaning section, you have a pet section, you have a baby care section, and depending on the person, you say, oh yeah, would you mind you know, picking something off of the child's care section that you would be comfortable doing? That would be awesome when people ask because people are asking because they want to help. So let them help, right? So you have a list of things people can do. And there's so much more than just, like I said, hold the baby or make me dinner or pick up takeout. Um, It can be, could you do a load of laundry? Could you take the dog for a walk? Could you clean the bathroom or, you know, um, clean out the baby's bathtub because it's been, you know, dirty from last night. You know, whatever these things are, they may seem awkward and minuscule to to delegate, but that's just five more minutes that you can spend taking care of yourself and taking care of your family. So why not? 
So those are great options. But then you think about like more than just other people coming in and helping you. You have to think about how are you helping your family and how are you helping yourself and your partner, right? So I often talk a lot about pets because you do want to maybe hire out a dog walker to come and walk the dog, or you may want to have a house cleaner come. Um, you may want to enroll in like a HelloFresh or a meal service like that. And there's so many things to that um, that can be really great um, things to add to your postpartum plan. Um, it also gives you an opportunity to talk with your partner about expectations and rules. Um, it's very important to assure that you guys are on the same page so that when guests are asking questions, they're going to be getting the same answer from everybody. You want to be a united front. So by making sure that you're saying, okay, we can only have guests over from noon to two, or, you know, we don't want, you know, extended family coming until after three weeks, or we're not allowing people to come over unless they show proof that they've had their Tdap shot. Um, there's many things that people have that are important to them, and you have to figure out what is important to you and your family and who you want to allow into your house. And making sure that you and your partner are on the same page is great because um, not only does that look great to the world, right, a united front, but that's also great because if maybe one of you is taking a nap or is busy with the baby and the other person is responding, that people are getting the same information. So there's even more to that, though, for rules and expectations. Thinking about, you know, expectations within your partnership and within your household. Who's going to be in charge of going grocery shopping? If it's normally you, but you're going to be postpartum and you know you normally do all the meal prep and the cooking and the grocery shopping, but you're going to be you know feeding the baby and, and really kind of on call for that baby after giving birth, maybe you have a C-section. Okay, well, we have to prepare that partner for those tasks, right? And let's figure out a way to delegate those tasks to that partner so that they can be able to fully do that task to the fullest. Um, I think it goes back to the episode before that's talking about the mental load. If you know, you're know you delegating things, you also have to explain to people and the other partner how you were doing things because otherwise they're going to go to the grocery store calling you asking you how you make this meal or what they need for that. Um, and it's not going to feel like you're delegating things out because they don't have the proper information. So navigating that, um, you know, who's taking the trash out? Who is, if you have older kids, who's taking them to school? Who is taking them to the after school practices? There is so many other parts to, you know, expectations that whether it's a temporary change or a for good change, your relationship is going to have adjustments. Um, and navigating what of that is being delegated to what partners before baby's here or during this kind of preparing phase can be really beneficial to your mental health and your partnership, you know, after baby is here. You think a lot about, you know, adding additional resources to that list. And like I said, you want to have a list of all of these resources of people that you can contact so that if something does go sideways and you need that support, you have it. So, you know, having an emergency list of people written out and even keeping it on the fridge or in somewhere that you can easily remember and listing like uh, the name of a car seat uh, technician 
car seat safety technician, um, the name of a pelvic floor therapist, a postpartum doula, a lactation consultant, um, the hospital. You know, you may have a name of a dog walker or a house cleaner. You may have the name of, you know, a couple different friends who said that they would come stop by and offer meals. Maybe you make a running list of friends and family that have said they want to stop by or, you know, that said that they would come clean or they would come cook dinner. Um, and so then you know what kind of expectations that family member has when they're coming over so that you're on the same page, right? Um, being able to have all those resources at your fingertips can really be helpful to navigating that postpartum period um, and not having to feel like you're you know, finding people, but rather just reconnecting. And a lot of people will be so willing to chat and navigate um, the what if possibility with you. And if they're not, then maybe they're not the right person. But um, being able to get some information from different companies and resources about how they can help um, and, you know, what that might look like and how that support may help you can be really, really helpful. Um, there's so much more to it, really, talking about parental leave, who is going to be taking sick days once the baby, um, or who's going to be taking work off when the baby is sick, things like this. I mean, the postpartum plan can realistically end up going so far in the future. These are conversations that you're going to be having with your partner and um, that you need to have with your partner before you have your baby, not just about what's happening in these first three months after baby is here, but realistically, what's happening long-term. Like, you know, when there's a half day or there's no school, who's staying home with the kid? Um, when, you know, they are, you know, needing to go to soccer practice, who's going to be running carpool? There's so many different things um, that you can talk about with parenting styles and um, domestic partner, like, places and, and, and who is, I don't know what word to use, domestic partnerships and just the split of um, – labor in the household as a whole. Um, and all that comes along with that, which I feel like I've said that phrase a million times on this episode. So I apologize, but, um, yeah, there's so much to it. Um, if you are interested in some more information, like I said, totally check out the postpartum plan workbook. You can head over there, um, and get a discount, um, by using the code, what is our code? Um, podcast, all capital letters podcast for 15% off. Um, the link to the documents that I have is in the show notes. There are three documents up there. There's the postpartum plan workbook. There's a feeding and sleeping window schedule for the first year of life, as well as a sleep chart that gives you information on awake windows, proper amount of time for children to be awake for or sleeping for in a 24-hour period. The amount of times they may wake up in the middle of the night and so much more. So um, definitely check that out. If you have questions, please feel free to message me. Um, I'm also happy to offer some support virtually for these postpartum plans and for these workbooks. So definitely um, reach out if you have questions. And if you are, you know, navigating this postpartum, just know that it's also not too late to be going through all of this as well. Um, thank you guys for joining me for this short but sweet episode. Um, and I look forward to hearing you on the next. Well, you'll hear me, I guess. <laughs> okay. Have a good one. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the postpartum plan podcast. It is a pleasure to be your postpartum bestie. And I hope to have you back for another episode soon. If you enjoyed listening to today's podcast, I would greatly appreciate it if you would rate 
rate, review, and subscribe. If you're interested in more information related to today's podcast or are looking for additional support in a postpartum doula or sleep consultant, you can find my information in the show notes or online at serenemomentsdoula.com.